Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show. What was that? No, keep going. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't, don't, don't worry about me. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of regular show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. What what was that? What was that? No, no, little... don't, don't worry about me. Keep 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 going. <laughs> okay. What happened before? I was moving my slipper. I was moving my slippers away from my feet. And how did that sound come? It was just me like bending over my chair. Okay, that sounds weird. I was like so I was leaning down. I was leaning down to like move it because I just sort of. Wah! I mean, if you want, if you want, you can leave that in. So. What is going on this week? It is March 20th. This is a national holiday on regular show. Is it? We we Wait. haven't we haven't reached the episode yet. Uh I think it was in the episode the postcard when Fives huh. was trying to find his long lost love Celia. Oh. And they wrote like this postcard to each other being like, "All right, so in 10, 15 years or whatever, when I'm back in the country, if we're both single, we'll meet up on March 20th." And we'll get together. And then Fives completely forgot about it. He got the postcard back to him. And then he's like, March 20th? What day is it? And then the news comes on saying, March 20th! Give it up for March 20th! And he's like, today's March 20th! No! Oh! You know, for some reason, I'm like, wait, isn't weed National Weed Day? And then I looked at my time, or I looked at my calendar, like, oh wait, it's March, not April. Yeah, that's in one month. That's in one month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're celebrating March 20th. I hope Fies actually remembers in real life. Mm-hmm. I got a new uh, office chair. and Well, it's oh. it's new to me, but uh, my dad is uh, use it. Uh, I think this office chair has been in the family for as long as I could remember. It's comfy. It is? Yeah, it is. I was, I was going to say, like, um, I feel like we're at that point in our lives where furniture is actually really important to us because yeah for me when i go i actually it's gonna make me sound really old but i like going to ikea and just looking at all the all the stuff there it, not even just ikea like target walmart all the all the places that sell furniture and shit i like going to those places and trying everything out this would be like oh yeah getting new nice furniture Getting new furniture is awesome. Like, I love this office. Well, the reason I mentioned this is because hopefully it's not going to be squeaking. <laughs> it squeaked a little. <laughs> I can't hear it. Okay, well, I'm going to have to silence that or I'm just not going to move as much in this episode. I got to get some WD-40 for this. I uh, I need a new... I feel like I need a new chair. I, I've had this for a while. It's like really... It's not bad for my back, but it's just very uncomfortable. Well, this office chair is... uh massive improvement than the last shitty plastic white chair that i was using yeah i'm not gonna lie to you that hurt my ass i mean wait i was was, using a dinner table i was using like a dinner table chair but still yeah it's it's terrible so i i asked my dad i was like uh hey you know that office chair in the basement is it being used by anyone he's like you want it and i was like yes please (laughs) and like you were saying it is so important to have a good office chair because over quarantine, I was using like a really good office chair because um, mm-hmm. my mom didn't need it. And then I was sitting for like 12 hours just playing The Last of Us. Oh and God. it was great. And then uh, earlier this year, I was sitting down and playing The Last of Us 2. And then I wow. was wondering, I was like, damn, why the hell is my back so like my butt hurts, my back hurts? Like, well, mm-hmm. I was able to sit 
before, why can't I sit now? And I realized, cool, so I'm using, using this shitty-ass chair. Well, speaking of The Last of Us, the ah. season, the, huh, I caught on to it. The season finale came out last week? Right? Um, yes, so it came out on March 12th, Sunday, because every single episode was released weekly on a Sunday, and it was kind of sad mm. not having a episode this week, because it's done. I know. Well, now, at least for me, I don't know about you, but Wednesdays, I get to watch The Mandalorian and uh, Bad Batch on Disney+. I, Plus. I need to get caught up on The Mandalorian. What's he, where, where are you at right now, real quick? Uh, I, I am halfway through episode two. I ain't even get to finish it. Okay, all right, all right. But back to The Last of Us. Um, okay, well... How do we how do we want to digest this? Uh, so, off? just like how we review every new Marvel movie that comes out, uh, we decided that we're gonna take a step outside and review The Last of Us. It's our first non-Marvel review and our first TV show review. Actually, that's false. We review regular show in every damn episode, but you know. I mean, but other than regular show, <laughs> yeah. So, oh wow, um, I've been a fan of The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, since quarantine, that's when I played it for the first time. I've been meaning to play it for a while leading up to mm-hmm. that, but now that I was stuck inside, I was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity for me to play it. And I so have never I played it. Okay. But it does come out on PC in eight days. Yes, and you so. were planning on playing that, right? Oh, yeah, I'm pre-ordering it. And I'm going to pre-order Friday and then... Uh, you won't see me for a while. Yeah, it's like, you need to sit down and play it, like, all the way through. It's one of those games where it's, like, as the credits roll, you just, mm-hmm. like, sit there and stare at the screen. Because you're just like, what the hell? Like, holy shit. That I mean, I know, what ha- I know what happens. I just feel like I I missed out. And it's been 10 years. And, and plus, oh, actually, I should probably mention this. I don't have a PlayStation, or I haven't had a PlayStation since the PS1. I've always oh, been an Xbox person. Yeah, so, so. you're actually you're actually going to be playing um, a better version of The Last of Us Part 1 than I am, because I played it on PS4, which is the remastered edition, hmm. and you're going to be playing the PC version, so it's like the new, new version of the first game. Didn't and, I get like three different releases? Yeah, so there was the original 2013 version, mm-hmm. and the remastered version on PS4, which is what I got, and then mm-hmm. the uh, new version that's, uh, technically it's already out on PS5, but now it's being ported to PC, so they're the same. Hmm. Alright, so, so yeah, then then you are right, then I am going to be uh, playing the best possible version, and I really yes. hope that the that part 2 gets remastered i mean when did it come out 2020 2020 yes okay so i probably won't be able to play that game for a while either well, it's it's gonna get remastered but i it's eventually yeah so i went into the show having played the game and uh you went into the show not playing the game but now like a lot of fans like a lot of new last of us fans they are picking up the game now that they've like loved the show so much, which I'm so glad that you get to do because mm. there are things that I prefer how the show did it, that it, they did better than the game and vice versa. 
now that you know the ending of The Last of Us, mm-hmm. um, we have to get into the debate. Oh my of, god, no, don't well, no. We're not debating against each other, but like, okay. the debate on, do you think Joel made the right decision, or if he's the villain at the end? But how do you know if it's gonna work? It's my question. Yeah. It was a ga- it's a gamble. Uh, because it's so uh, I've talked about this on a podcast before with uh one of my old friends where oh. Joel went through like the trauma of losing his daughter right when the cordyceps began. Mm-hmm. And he had like been dealing with this for like so long and then when he was tasked with uh escorting ellie across the entire country obviously he wasn't up to it because like oh like i want to like there's kind of like a daughter uh daddy daughter relationship going on right here that i want to avoid because it just brings me back to when i used to have sarah in my life and i failed uh i failed myself and i i was supposed to protect sarah and i failed at that and uh if you if you haven't listened to the hbo uh last of us podcast i highly recommend it's where like uh troy baker and neil Druckmann and all the producers sit down and talk about it i should Um, do that you should so he was like hey look i already failed at life by letting sarah die so now i have to come down to this decision do i let ellie die and let my and cause myself to go down this entire like rabbit hole of depression all over again but I get to, like, see the world finally flourish. This pandemic that we've been living in for, like, 10 years now, it's finally going to come to an end. So do I let her die and just make that sacrifice all over again? Or do I continue to watch the world burn and be selfish because I cannot handle that trauma again? It's hard. I'll bring it up again. How do you know if it's going to work? Yeah, so... um. Well, that kind of brings us into the second game, but you haven't see, uh, played or seen part two. So I have gonna... actually seen. Oh, yeah. I've actually seen part two. I just haven't played it. Okay, so yeah, there was this one cut scene again. Spoilers: this cut scene where Ellie <sighs> was starting to question because she still didn't know the truth about what really happened back at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she starts to question Joel, being like, "How did you even know that it was going to work? Like you say that they they found no cure, but like." Couldn't you have, like, waited for them to run a couple more tests? They probably would have found something. And Joel's like, uh, no. But, you know. They're gonna kill you! Uh, yeah. And it's it's so crazy. But with the show, I'm so happy with how it turned out. Because, you know, there was a bunch of talks about how The Last of Us Part Two was a disappointment to some people. Um, and that kind of influenced my tone going into it because i wasn't expecting much but then i finally sat down and i played it and i loved it so i was a lot of people were worried about this happening with the show but i loved the show i like i love the show too i'm just so for part oh whoops so for the game right for part for last of us part two yeah the one thing i did not like is how it was put together if if it was continuity wise is what i'm trying to say Okay. If they okay. put that one specific part at least towards the middle or end, then it would make more sense. So I, I think we might uh 
we might be thinking about the same thing, but what I could see why people aren't a fan of uh, the whole thing about how yep. it switches between Ellie and Abby being uh-huh. like, Oh, the first three days in Seattle, this is what Ellie's doing. And then we go back in time to see what, what Abby was doing in the meanwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see how that people would knock that for like inconsistency. Yeah. And um, I, I, I really want to talk about uh, part two, but let, let's focus on the show. So, okay. Uh, what was one of your favorite episodes? Because th- there was definitely like so many um, things. Like there, there was not one bad episode in this entire season. Uh, there yeah. was definitely some episodes that were better than others, in my opinion. But uh, I really enjoyed it all around. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to say the episode with Bill and Frank. Uh, episode three. Yeah. I agree with you. Episode three was really good. It was one like there were so many like crying moments throughout this entire show, and mm-hmm. with episode three, a lot of people were like saying like, "Oh, this is just filler content, this and that." But like, technically, yes, they are right. It was filler, Ooh. but filler is to the point where like you don't even notice it's filler if the story makes up for it. And episode three blew it out of the water. It was so good. Fuck. Okay, no, I'm looking at the list now. God damn it. Yeah. I almost forgot about uh was it episode five. Endure oh. and survive. Fuck me. <laughs> those, God those were, damn it. I feel like those were like my one of my two favorites, especially yeah. Th- episode three and episode five with Sam and Henry. That was an S tier episode right there. Okay, so as a person that has never played the game, I've only heard about why people were very sad or very sad when this episode was coming up. I never knew what was happening. It's I never we knew. knew what, we knew what was coming. Oh my god. And then when I saw what happened, I'm like, what the fuck? Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so uh. if I, it's kind of hard not having like a tier list in front of me. So here, how about you and I will make a tier list and we will post it on our Twitter, which is at excellent pod. And you guys okay. can see it there because we th- this isn't something that we could just make up right now. Th- there's like a whole discussion th- on why it belongs there. <sighs> Fuck, man. Or we could just do a bonus episode. True. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, my least favorite episode Which was one? episode four. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I, uh, and uh, the community seems to be uh, unanimous on this. Again, there is no bad episode here, but mm-hmm. episode four was just kind of. It was just kind of there. It was there, but you know what? You're right. Fuck, so man, I can't yeah. stop. I can't stop looking at the thumbnail for Endurance Survive. It's making me sad. Get this oh, shit man. out of my face. Ugh, it's, it's get it get it away from me, please. So you're really gonna enjoy the game because there are a lot of things about that portion of the show that are different in the video game. Wait, you played the. Uh, was it the DLC, the one that's based off uh, Left Behind Seven? Yeah, Left yes. Behind. Yes, I did. Okay, I I want to ask, but at the same time, like, did it cut? Hmm. No, no. We'll say I'll save it for myself. I'll. I'm gonna savor these until it happens. Yes. So in the meantime, our Twitter is at Excellent Pod, and when this episode premieres, we will be also posting our tier list for our rankings of the last of us hbo max series Mm. 
but um i i think pedro pascal killed it in this role and so did bella ramsey they are like both of them are so good at what they do they they are joel and ellie they yeah i mean they they the casting uh that was it i i can't stop thinking i'm sorry the i'm upset no, the casting director just did an amazing job. I mean, the creative the creative team did amazing too. Yeah, just the whole process. Jesus Christ! See, no, I said it before. I'll say it again. This is how you make a video game adaptation of a TV sh- or a, a TV show adaptation of a video game. And that's another thing. So people tend to underestimate video games and like stories because when when people hear about like video games especially like adults they're all like oh guns and violence uh, just they're rotting kids mind this and that like oh you why you, you you seem so like moved over this video game but it's just a video game how how good could it be it's more than just a game the gaming industry actually has been uh, I heard like there it's an old statistic but I feel like uh, I heard that more people played video games than they did like watching TV and movies in like a certain year or something like that because it it was like more engaging and more entertaining than just sitting and watching a screen for 20 minutes I will say I do not have the best attention span yeah. So that's why I like video games because like you're watching a movie but you're you are the character which is great mm. about it. So now that people have started to uh, appreciate The Last of Us and they are now deciding to play the video game, that goes to show video game storylines are underrated. You never realize how good it is until you like actually see it, say like in an adaptation, which is exactly what the last of us had and they did it perfectly and i'm so glad that this has kind of opened up the world to to new gamers i i'm so i'm still disappointed because uh the people who took care of this show if only more studios could take care of other video game to tv show adaptations like i'm still thinking about the halo thing because that still makes me upset Uh. Because yeah. it could have been so good. It could have been so good. Like, the story's all there, but it's... Uh, whatever. I know that um, Mick Juggernuggets, he's, like, a long-time Halo fan, and he actually voiced, I think, Young Master Chief in that show. Fun fact. What? Okay, well, yeah. I didn't finish the show, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, yeah. Very good job, Naughty Dog and HBO Max. I can't wait to play this game, actually. Oh! That's what I was going to ask you. Have you seen uh, people on YouTube uh, react to, to some of the episodes? Um, no, I haven't, but I definitely want to see. I So sometimes uh, I, do, I go on YouTube and I watch, for example, like the Avengers Endgame portal scene. I like re-watching those videos or people reacting to that, to that clip. Because it just gives that, like, holy shit. It gives you that feeling that you were feeling at that moment. It brings you back to that time, yeah, to see people's, like, raw reactions. I, I think I know there is a YouTube channel out there where it's, like, a, they make compilations of people reacting to, like, a dramatic scene. Mm-hmm. And those are always fun. There was, uh, was it? There was one for The Mandalorian. 
season two where spoilers uh where luke skywalker comes and saves them mm-hmm. at the end yeah, yeah. wow anyways <clears throat> i think i think we've had our our fill for uh things other than regular show yeah so great job producers high fives all around with the last of us it's oh high fives i'm just clapping oh well yeah applause applause all around so if you haven't um seen it you need to you absolutely need to because it is a masterpiece it's so good um i just got an email of what so from um what? i uh, this is just something random but i'm very excited about it so i thought i'd share it so okay um, now that i'm out of college i'm living in the city i uh i'm not really in any music ensembles anymore as you guys might know i'm a percussionist and um now that i'm not in school i don't have like any means of playing so i com- i contacted this community orchestra out here and uh, mm-hmm. we've been back and forth a little bit and i just got an email saying hi jason great to hear from you we would love to have you join us on percussion for our upcoming concert on Sunday, oh. May twenty first. Oh wow! Yeah, wow! You're just doing side quests at this point. <laughs> yeah, and then I just got added to this email list of um, oh gosh, I, I have to like look through this, um, this music and stuff. So yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. I mean, let, uh, I'd I'd go. I'd want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't so, think I've ever seen you perform. Uh, really in an organ yeah like ever since uh we were in band together i don't think i've ever seen you play outside of a uh, school okay or have i no i maybe, don't think so maybe i don't know but mm-hmm. looks like i'm gonna be attending a bunch of rehearsals on monday from 7 30 to 9 30 p.m oh, so, so that's oh, gonna God. be fun wait starting next week or uh uh it's a it's a weird schedule because like sometimes like only the strings are called, other times only the brass are called. So I'm gonna have to look look through. Oh, oh! I just realized I just thought of a movie that that could be really fucked. Have you ever seen the movie Whiplash? I have not, but yeah, the the drum solo. Yeah, the the drum solo and just like, I mean, that could. I, I was saying like J.K. Simmons's uh, band band director. Mm-hmm. I forgot I forgot his name, but like. I just thought of man, what if Jason goes through what what Miles Teller did in that movie? I actually up. I actually haven't seen it. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but if you do have the chance, go find it and give it a watch. Yeah. So, um, why don't we get into this week's episode of regular show? How yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this. Ha- there's no transition into what we were gonna say into the <laughs> to the episode, but yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this week on the Excellent Podcast, we are watching season three, episode fifteen, Skips versus Technology. Oh, by the way, I was looking when I uploaded the last episode, I was mm-hmm. looking through like the season names and stuff. Like this is exactly what happened earlier when we like fucked up the order. On like Google and some websites it says that ep- the episode like sometimes it says skips versus technologies episode fourteen. Sometimes it says it's 16 and sometimes it says it's 15. Um, okay. And I think I, I know why. It's because the Terror Tales of the Park, technically when that aired, because it's like a long episode, it's mm-hmm. it's considered to be two episodes put in one. So yeah. oh. s- some networks count it as episode four slash five. 
mm-hmm. and then other networks count it as just episode four, and then the next episode is five. So to avoid any more confusion, and so I don't have to keep renaming the episodes, I'm going to say it now. We are following what it says on Hulu. Yeah, I mean, because so, the was it the terror tales of the park are just like there's still eleven minute episodes, just five minutes. Yeah, of it, what? Yeah, it's weird. It's like two five minute episodes and then one eleven minute episode. Yep. But so yes, season three, episode fifteen, skips versus technology. This aired on February sixth, twenty twelve. What and, day was that? Uh, I don't know. Someday in February twenty twelve. Yeah, obviously. So what? What do you remember about this episode? I remember it actually being like one of the episodes that stood out to me. Like one of the episodes mm. I actually like remember very not vividly. What's the word? Very strongly. Okay. Like if you showed me a scene, like like if you showed me a scene, then I'd be like, oh, I know where that's from, but I couldn't tell you mm. the episode name. Yeah, I I definitely remember this episode, and it's very recognizable. We uh, get a cool new character in it, and then we get a huge backstory to Skips, which is awesome. So, uh, are you ready to start? I am ready to start. Uh, well, I mean, do, do I have time to pee really quick? Go ahead and pee. Regular show, Skips vs. Technology, created by J.G. Quintel. Written and storyboarded by Kevin Wong and Toby Jones. Supervising producer, Mike Roth. It is the park in 1783. It is two years after the Battle of Yorktown and nearing the end of the Revolutionary War. So, obviously, this is a flashback, if you couldn't tell. And there is war going on. Everyone's dressed in their, like, revolutionary uh, war gear. And... Skips is alive and well because he's immortal. And we hear I Get Around by the Beach Boys, 1964. Yeah, so right off the bat, we get a song and a montage, which is pretty cool. And I like the detail that they put into this little sequence about how uh, we see an American flag. And the, the entire scene is like a big like little bunker, like first aid center during the war and um I, I could tell that the animators like there has to be some like history buffs on the team mm. they yeah. had fun or they had to do their research yeah research such as the american flag only having six stars on it so i don't only have five or no maybe you are all right well i mean that's what it looks like in in the episode so yeah. i don't know so skips is helping out uh one uh war war hero um it's a guy he has like a he's like green hair and skin and he lost his arm in the war and skips is fixing it up for him he built this wooden arm it's like a little like prosthetic and it works you know the 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 war guy is like using it and he's like kind of getting the hang of it and um we cut to the end of the war it's now over and we cross dissolve into 1879 the park now kind of starts to resemble the park, and everyone's dressed old-timey, so we're kind of like jumping through time here, because as you know, Skip's whole thing is he's he's old, he's immortal, he's been around for such a long, long time, and he's seen everything, 
and that's what makes him so smart, which we'll touch on this episode. Um, there is a cart and or a horse and carriage cart thing, and we see some. We see two people in the cart sitting there, and one of them is obviously supposed to be a young Mister Maylord, the owner of the park. And He's really tall he compared is, yeah. to how he looks in present day. True, yeah, that guy's like a shrimp. Like he's super <laughs> short, but now he he look, looks normal. And he's there with his wife, which is also Pop's mom, who we've never seen before until like right now. So the cart is broken, the wheel fell off, I guess, and then um so they can't move anywhere. So Skips, who is uh he has like kind of like these are those mutton chops or like some type of mustache. Um He's fixing the car for them. He kind of tips his hat, being like, hey, I'll handle it. And then we jump to 1910, where Pops is a little kid. So um, this reveals that Pops was born in the 1900s. And Pop, uh, little young Pops, who's wearing a cute little Sailor Boy get-up outfit, um, he goes to Skips because his toy broke. It's a, those little like cup-on-a-stick things, and it has like a string with a ball attached when you try to like catch it. Have you ever done that before? Um, I I had one as a kid, and I absolutely sucked at it. What about a paddle ball? Um, a pat. What do you mean paddle ball? Like, what does it look like? like? So, so, so it's like think of a ping pong paddle. Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah. Yeah, but the string is in the middle, and the ball is also attached on it. Yeah, I, I think I was pretty good at those things. I never got the hang of it. Like I've I watched. When I watch cartoons and I see the characters like doing it so easily, I thought it was that easy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, Skips fixes it up for Pops, and then Pops like he kind of gives a little like, then he's having fun with it. He's playing, and then Skips looks down at Pops, all like glad and stuff. Then we jump to the present. Skips is uh driving the go kart, and uh Benson starts to worry. We see Benson. Uh, looking at this like old abandoned shed that's all like rotted and ripped up and pieces are missing, and Pop uh, Benson looks at his watch, being like, "Oh, I'm on a deadline, this and that. Like, I I need to get the gazebo fixed." Um, did I say shed? I meant gazebo. But is it a gazebo? No, I mean a- no. Okay, wait, wait. So those things at the park, right? Mm-hmm. Not not in like real life parks. The ones that do look like gazebos are those things called gazebos. They are called gazebos. There is one uh, back at my college town. That's one of my favorite places that me and CJ like to go. Okay. Um, and my Malolo, my grandpa, has a gazebo in his backyard that he built himself. Oh. And um, But we know that this is a gazebo because Skips fixes it up all nice and repaints it. And there is this gazebo inspector that uh, is looking at it. And then he gives Benson the approval. And then he's like writing it down the clipboard and Benson kind of looks at Benson from across the park and gives him a thumbs up. So yeah, Skips is always coming in clutch with all this thing. So uh, next we see Muscle Man and Fives trying to watch TV, but it's not working. It's all staticky. So uh, Skips is all like, hey, I'll handle this. He takes his hammer and whacks it on the side, uh, kind of doing that thing where like you make a TV work by hitting it. Yeah, um, I don't think that I think it makes it worse and I don't really think it makes it better. Yeah, so uh, this fixes the TV instantly, and uh, Muscle Man's all excited. He jumps on top of the TV and starts swinging his shirt around. And then uh, skips. Uh, he skips upstairs, and then he passes by the computer room, 
to hear Mordecai saying, I think it's broken, dude. And this <clears> intrigue <throat> skips. What happens? So skips walks past the computer room, but then he hears Mordecai, then instantly skips right back to see Mordecai and Rigby on the computer trying to do something. But then skips as the both of them, Mordecai and Rigby, hey, something needs to be fixed in here. Uh, Mordecai acknowledges Skip, or Mordecai and Rigby acknowledges Skips. Uh, they both say, yeah, Skips can fix anything. So Skips comes over to the computer. Mordecai and Rigby kind of push off to the side to let Skips try to do his thing. Uh, Skips asks the bo- both Mordecai and Rigby, what's broken? Uh, so then Rigby explains uh, that they tried to make, or they made a program using eDesigner Plus, and then Mordecai, Mordecai and Rigby start uh, finishing talking and finishing each other's sentences. So Rigby said that they started a, up a program using eDesigner Plus, Mordecai says, but it gave an error 219. Uh, Skips is looking at Mordecai saying, uh-huh, but with a very confused and troubled look on his face. <clears throat> Rigby then says, we double-checked and the driver is, in, is definitely installed. Then we quickly get these uh, quick shots of Mordecai and Rigby talking in dial-up modem static, and it's all coming in really fast. It's almost like, uh, and we're in Skips' perspective, and it's almost like he doesn't understand, not almost, we, he definitely doesn't understand what they're talking about, because this is all, like, uh, new to him. It's weird, because uh, what this thing is trying to insinuate that... The words that Mordecai and Rigby are saying is just all jumbles to skips. He doesn't understand technology at all. So mm-hmm. I like I kinda like what the and what the staff did where we kind of get like a POV of skips. He's trying to listen, but all he hears is just like weird technology gibberish. That short little montage ends and Mordecai asks Skips if he can fix it. Um Skips kinda looks down at the computer saying sure so he then whips out a hammer and kind of scans the keyboard a little with it and then gently touches a key on the keyboard but that just causes the computer to give all these pop-up errors and start making loud alarming noises which then freaks skips out he backs off and he pulls out a sledgehammer and lifts it over his head uh, and then screams, we got to destroy this. But Mordecai and Rigby try to stop or get on him, trying to stop him. Uh, Mordecai saying, put it down, dude. But uh, Skips doesn't listen. He says, fellas, I've been ar- around the block a few times. There's something evil in that computer. We got to smash it. But Rigby pleads uh, Skips to stop, which they all kind of calm down, stop, and they're all panting, just trying to calm down. Oh, goodness. Sorry. It's it's uh, it's spring. It's technically spring now, so uh, oh, allergies yeah. are starting to pop up. So if you hear me, like, sniffing and shit, <coughs> that's because, that's the reason. I realize Why? that it is allergy season. It is the yep. first day of spring, and um, I was having a uh, runny nose yesterday, and that that could be because the outside is warming up and there's pollen and stuff. I mean, it's so. like what 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 was it? It's like in the forties, fifties, almost over mm-hmm. here. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. So Skip steps back after Mordecai and Rigby pull him off the computer, and then they're panting, and then after a couple seconds of silence, Mordecai is like, you don't know how to fix this, do you? Skips is like, wait, what? Rigby repeats him being like, whoa, you totally don't know how to fix this, do you? And then Mordecai punches Rigby, and then he says, Skips, it's okay. You don't know how to fix it. You don't have to know how to fix everything. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. And then Skips like kind of sulks out of the room because he's he's disappointed in himself. Um, and then he turns back at them at the doorway, being like, "Well, I could fix anything, you know." And then Mordecai says, "Like, yes, yeah, Skips, we know." And then Skips leaves the room, but then he could hear Mordecai and Rigby from uh, inside. Rigby says, "Dude, I thought Skips could fix everything." Mordecai's like, "Well, yeah, but not computers." Come on, let's figure this out ourselves. And then, yeah, Skips is all like, oh, shoot, well, I, I better figure out how to do this because, you know, I'm a, I'm a hands-on guy. I've been around the block. I, I know how to fix everything. But, hey, hey, look, there's something in this world that you cannot fix. So um, he goes to the library and he rents out a bunch of uh, books like How to Fix Computers, Computers for Old People, uh, walk him to the present, and then he's like doing his homework and everything. And I, I I'm impressed with Skips, you know, ha- wanting to help out his friends and improving himself with knowledge. So he find he finally finds error two nineteen on how to fix it, like the symptoms, diagnosis, and everything. And then he gets an understanding. He kind of nods his head in like fulfillment. He goes back to the house. Um, it's nighttime now. He goes to the computer room. He's like, Mordecai, Rigby, I figured out how to fix error 219. But Mordecai and Rigby aren't there. They're somewhere else. And Skips goes to the computer himself. And he presses uh, a button, which is supposed to fix error 219. And then all of the annoying pop-ups and red screens on the computer go away. Skips smiles, being like, whoa, I fixed it. But then immediately, alarms start blaring on the computer, and then all the pop-ups come back out of nowhere, and they, like, doubled in size. And then the printer kind of, like, explodes and starts shooting papers all over the place. Everything's going haywire. Mordecai and Rigby come back into the room. They're like, Skips, what are you doing? Skips turns around, and he's like, I was just trying to fix your error 219. Rigby sighs and pushes him off the side, being like, oh, it's not even a 219 anymore. Yeah, well, you were gone, we messed it up, and now it's an error 220. Oh, it's even worse now. And then Mordecai says, like, look, Skips, it's fine. We called someone to come and fix it. Skips is all like, what? You what? And then he's like, look, guys, I could do this. I just need more time. When is the guy supposed to get here? Mordecai says, in an hour. Skips says, okay, look, I could take care of this. If he gets here before me, just stall him. Mordecai is like, why? Skips is like, just do it. And they're like, oh, geez, okay, okay. So <laughs> um, he leaves the room and then Mordo and Riggs are like, dude, what's his problem? It's like, I don't know. He needs to realize that there are things in this life that he just can't fix. So, so I mean, that I from here, it kind of feels like Skips is getting, I would, what, I've been hearing this whole thing like imposter syndrome or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it connects to this where he feels like he should be the one to be fixing these things and not someone else. Yeah. Or that could just be him being jealous. Simple as that, but I don't know. He's taking it a little bit too deep is what I'm saying. Exactly. 
So Skips gets into a cart and races off into uh into the distance. We he fades into this uh black background where all the neon or what supposedly neon signs. Uh one says computers, 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 Wi-Fi or bust, and then a uh a cancel symbol that's set with the word smashing. So signifying that there's no smashing. Uh, mm-hmm. Skips is looking at all this and and I wouldn't say amazement, but like he's baffled at what he's witnessing. So then uh, we cut to Skips tire screeching in front of a office building that says <clears throat> So Skips pulls Oh, pulls up to an office building that says computer help zone and on the bottom it says cheap internet so skips opens the door and we get this uh dolly pull pull out shot of rows of computers in front of skips then we cut to two uh tech wizards not really tech wizards but i guess uh to I would say millennials at this point. They they, they kind of look the part. They look like computer geeks. He, what's that guy's name from GTA Five? Where uh, it's like the the hacker guy, Lester. No, not not Lester. It's like the younger guy who. Uh, oh. It it was that one mission where Michael goes to like this one studio and then. Um, Oops. Yeah. No. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's basically. I, I have no idea. Yeah, he. It's basically like this young guy where he's very nerdy but he's like very savvy when it comes to tech Mm -hmm. uh so one of them the blonde person the blonde one uh he has a he has a ponytail and he's reading a role-playing guide and just just a little connection me ralph jacob and ethan were playing D D last friday it was actually kind of fun so yeah how how did that go i wasn't able to attend because i was busy but um so yeah (laughs) little bit of background schwam decided to take a stab at D. ethan has been a dm for a couple years now and um how did it go josh he's, he he was like deeply invested in it. i mean i was late by like an hour because i was i was asleep um <laughs> nice. but um no yeah it was really fun uh i mean it was it was it, i don't think it mattered that i was late or anything because I think Ralph was still setting, or Ralph and Jacob were still setting stuff up for their characters, and we didn't really start till like ten, I think, ten or or nine or ten. But okay. overall, uh, Ethan is a really good dungeon master. He does his really good. I did. I had shit rolls. I'll tell you that. Fucking. Oh, <clears throat> have you played D anD? Uh, I played. I've done one campaign. Um, okay. I I was I was in this one uh campaign with like some like college friends and we we got pretty far into it. I think um we had like four or five sessions and mm-hmm. we were going to turn into something big but then one guy screwed up and messed up the entire friend group and we we never met again. Oh. It's oh. funny because we we never like established that uh D&D was ending. We just assumed be like, "Hey, so yeah, let's just cancel it. <laughs> so you know, it's I mean, for all anybody else knew, it's still going, but just hasn't picked up in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically <clears throat> it is still going if we never ended. 
Skips goes up to the to the tech guys being like, hey guys, I need to know how to fix an error 220. But then the, the guys are like not even really helpful. They're all like, huh, we don't know. Just look it up on the internet. And then Skip says, I don't know how to use the internet. And then the tech guys like, what the guy with the book he like drops in they both look at him all surprised and um i like how the tech guys don't know how to fix the problem um i think that's an inside joke about how when you go to an apple store and you ask like a tech um, uh, an apple employee how to like fix something they just <clears throat> go to the back room and look it up on google are you serious that's what they do i mean i've i've heard i've that's like a big rumor that they don't really know they're just there because the only thing you need to work at an apple store is a high school diploma fun fact really uh yeah when uh when my sister was a freshman in college she had a friend and he worked at the apple store i'm putting my two weeks and i'm going to work at apple i'm pretty sure there there are different departments where it's like if you work in sales then you just need a diploma but if you like work in actual like tech role then that's different um, I mean, I don't think it'd be that hard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they have Skip sit down to use the internet, and then there is this little machine that says five bucks for five minutes of internet, which is a terrible fucking deal. That's the worst thing ever. Um, what's sixty times five? Hold on, I gotta pull out a calculator because I'm not good at it. Um, uh, one third, one hundred thirty. Uh, six times si- or no, three hundred times five. Yeah. So, if you wanted to use the computer... Oh, wait, fuck. Hold on, I messed this up. Okay, there. this is too much. So, basically, you have to pay a shit ton of money in order to <laughs> to use the internet. I was going to say, if or, you wanted to use the internet for an hour, you'd have to pay 300 but that's not correct. Um, really? No. Uh, oh, for five minutes. That's... Yeah, that's where... Yeah. My brain is fried now, uh, but... Okay. So... <laughs> skips pays and then they're sitting down and then the tech guys are trying to teach him they're the guy says okay first open the internet and then that that's how they talk by the way skips tries to like use the computer but he's like uh which one's the internet and the guy's like uh open the internet use the mouse and click the internet button to open the internet and then um skips is like moving the mouse pointer but he's really struggling with it and then the the tech guy points at the screen and he's like poking at it. He's like, look, you see those on the desktop? They're called programs. Now click the internet to open the internet. And then Skips tries to open a bunch of programs at once. He's like spamming the entire desktop. And then that makes a bunch of screens open up and it creates like that awful tech noise from earlier when Mordecai and Rigby were talking. A bunch of windows are popping up and then the tech guys get all mad. They're like, oh, what are you doing? can't just open a ton of programs at once it makes the computer go really slow and then <laughs> they add on being like don't you know gosh you're worse than my parents asking me computer questions over the phone i'm taking a break yeah me too then they call to their co-worker being like hey tecmo help this guy with this computer problem we're taking our break skips kind of goes like oh well all right and then tecmo the other guy comes <clears> up <throat> and he's like skips and we could see that it is the guy from at the beginning of the episode, the one that was fighting in the war and Skips fixed up his arm. Um, Skips doesn't recognize them him, though. He says, like, Tecmo, do I know you? And then he's like, oh, you probably don't recognize me. 
my name used to be Samson. Remember, you fixed my arm back in 1783? And then Skips is like, oh, yeah, it's been a while. How's the old arm holding up? Uh, but then Tecmo says like, oh, um, well, I traded it in for an upgrade a few years back. It's pretty cool, huh? And we could see that he doesn't have the wooden one anymore. It's like this, it's this metal like titanium tech arm where he could like move his hand like 360 and stuff. It is pretty cool. And um, on it, it says Yoshimoto, which I'm not sure if that's like a Nintendo reference or something. Pretty sure it's a reference to something. Who knows? Yeah. It could be something. But, <coughs> oh, fuck. No, I was going to say, um, have you ever had that moment? Or, yeah, have you ever had those moments where uh, one of your family members asked you for uh, technology help? Um, yeah, I've had so many of those moments where, uh, like, say the family's over and we wanted to turn on the DVD player or something. Are you serious? And, um, well, the, obviously, uh, parents have been able to understand technology now. It's uh, I would say yeah. when we were younger, this was a thing. But even now, uh, grandparents don't understand technology a lot. Um, I would they would ask me being like oh can you turn on the dvd player and all i had to do was switch the hdmis Mm -hmm. uh and then they would be all like oh my gosh you're so good at this you should really go into technology and i'm like thanks dude that's that's literally my dad whenever i have to help him out with things because (laughs) even now he he keeps asking me like oh uh do how can i buy uh movie tickets because I always pay for it on my phone, so I don't have to actually like go up there anymore. Because my dad is—he's still used to just going up to the or to the movie theater and just paying up front without any um, without looking online or anything. Uh, yeah, I only ever buy my movie tickets online, and whenever I go to a fast food restaurant, I only ever use the app, you know, because. Ordering mm-hmm. a it it saves you a ton of time, you know, and you don't have to wait in line. Oh yeah, with the whole like HDMI thing, um, I had it goes back to my dad. He's very very he's not very very old, but he's like he's so used to, uh, just do uh not he's not used to technology. Mm-hmm. So when uh I was on or he asked me how to get to like HBO Max or Disney Plus or whatever. So then I did it, but he's like, oh, whoa, 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 can you go back? That was way too fast for me. I'm like, what? What what are you talking about? It's like two clicks. He's like, oh, no, I need to see you do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. So so I did it, and then like, okay. I I don't, I don't know. And then he gave me the same speech that I think in your story is like, oh, yeah, you're really good at this. You should go into computers. That's so funny. Um, I'm like, like why it's so simple a a child could do this i've definitely had times where um so i've been editing videos for like a long time now and um whenever we like work on say in school we were working Mm -hmm. on projects um i would have like my friends come to me as be like hey i have to make this video for class can you show me how to and like i'm always happy to help is because it's really fun Mm -hmm. and um i've actually edited my friend's school projects before Nice. Um, it's a little side project, and um, they're always fun. You, know what you should do what? You should edit one of my videos for fun. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. 
and like not to brag or anything not to toot my own horn but whenever you do uh, have a degree i know <laughs> well whenever we uh we were tasked with like making a video like video projects mine mm-hmm. was always the best in the room do you know what blew me away a what? couple weeks ago i'm so one the class that i'm in right now is a uh, intro to like what is it digital media and uh management whatever okay it's, yeah and i really like that's what exact that i'm gonna say right now this is exactly the type of stuff i wanted to do before, when i got out of high school but no someone wanted me to go into uh to be a computer science person but i was boring as shit anyways mm-hmm. um so a couple of weeks ago we had to do like a stop motion project mm. Okay. So I used my Legos, right? Nice. And I thought it was so shit. Like, I undermined it so much because I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna. It took me 20 minutes to do. Okay. But, and and then it somehow ended up being one of the best ones just because I added attention to detail to one of my figures moving his arms up and down. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, why was this getting so much praise? I did minimum effort to it. <laughs> nice. I don't think I didn't think I needed like that much. I remember there was this one. Um, it was when I was taking video storytelling, and mm. um, we had to make this video. I, I forgot like what the prompt was because they they always told you like, oh, make a video about uh your you or make a video about movement or something like that um so i decided that uh, i would um make a stop motion video and mm. i end up over complicating it for myself i had to print out like like 80 different little pictures in color and i had to cut them all out and i had to take like almost like a thousand pictures for that entire project oh my um, god very again complicated it for myself but it ended up. I ended up getting a very good video out of it. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm gonna send it to you after we're done. A word? Yeah. Wait, yeah, is I'll it like it not released anywhere else publicly? Uh, no. So whenever I I had to do like a school project, I put it on my YouTube channel, but I unlisted it. Oh. So, uh, um, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, I just realized why you did that. So you could give yourself free. So you could plug your fucking channel that's smart <laughs> yeah you devious devil you there were times in class where we'd get done with the video and then they'd be like wait is this on your channel you have that many so and i was like uh, you know oh my god I, I, I didn't i didn't advertise it but i it was like <laughs> kind of a product placement it was there but i didn't say anything <laughs> about it there, there's this one dude in my class that actually has over 100k i'm like whoa what the fuck that's Yo, pretty cool down. Yeah, yeah i wish i he, had that I wish so too, but he makes. Uh, I seen his channel. He makes. Um, uh, it it's very easy to get children to subscribe to you. That's what he does. That that's true. You got to gear it towards kids. Fuck them kids, though. <laughs> so, they don't make uh, they don't make our demographic. <laughs> so why don't you Anyways, continue? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, after Tecmo and Skips briefly catch up. Tecmo asks Skips, uh, what brings him over to the computer to the computer office? Uh, Skips explains to Tecmo that he's trying to figure out how to fix an error to 20. And uh, Tecmo is very confident. He's like, oh, pff, that's easy. Just hold. And then he explains to Skips, 
skips, just hold the power button, wait five seconds, and press print. Uh, skips gives a little power button, and Tecmo is, is very shocked. He's like, oh boy. But then all of a sudden, his little gauntlet starts ringing, which I guess is essentially his phone. Then he says, you know what, Skips? I get that you're more of a hands-on learner. How about you join me on a house call? See me fix one for real. Uh, Skips is very hesitant. He says, okay. And then we cut to this quick little montage of uh, Skips and Tecmo getting into Tecmo's car. It's basically like a little car startup montage where he's booting everything up and it looks all cool and um he revs the engine and the, it goes like all the way to the top of the speedometer and um they're driving to the house and then tecmo holds up a little cassette tape and he's like hey skips want to hear my band he puts it in and then they go through like this little like uh highway tunnel with like the lights flashing all around them and there's like a techno version of yankee doodle playing and I'm assuming this is a reference to the war scene at the beginning because Yankee Doodle Dandy is like a war song. Um, is it really? Yeah, uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, that one. I never. I thought it was just a song. Yeah, I thought it was just a song. Like someone just made it up and it just sort of caught on to society. <laughs> so we pull up to the to wherever the house call is, and actually we find out that. Uh, Tecmo drives a an 80s DeLorean, which is one of my favorite cars. That is one of my dream cars. You better probably get one fast. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't doubt that they decommissioned a lot of it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be harder to find them in the next few years. I know that there's like this DeLorean TikToker, um, mm. and he, I forget the exact number, but he said that like, Oh, if you want a DeLorean, you better like start looking because there out of like the nine thousand DeLoreans that were created in the eighties, only four thousand of them four thousand of them are still on the market today. Yep. And that's I believe lot. that. Yeah, but Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies of all time. So that's why you made us do that skit. No, I'm kidding. All the time traveling <laughs> Yeah. That's <laughs> you that's know what? a deep cut. You know what? I we made two, right? Um, I feel like no. we made two. No, we only we? made one time traveling keyboard. All right, I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna do some research. I'm going to painfully look back at our old videos, or at least your channel with me in it, to see what we can recreate with the group. You know, it's funny because um, a lot of people used to make like cringy videos back in the day. Um, uh -huh. CJ actually made some with her friends. Oh. Um, my god but it's funny because i me you and i made cringy skits but her and her best friend made cringy music videos oh no <laughs> and those are fun to watch i'll have to show you some yes please. i mean i kind of is, is it wrong for me that i kind of want her like in the room with us just so i can i feel I the pain radiating wanna, off of her she needs to be there for the reaction because but they're, they're low-key like pretty good even are they, they original they were, songs? Um, no. So uh, she made like an, a music video to like Wrecking Ball and like other things. Of, uh, oh, oh no! What, what is it? Sexy on I know it. Oh no! So, Skips and Techmo finally get to the house, and Skips like 
he gets out of the car and he's like moaning while holding his head because so I guess that the, he didn't like the music. And um, they open the butterfly doors, they get out, and then Skip's kind of face palms and he's like, oh, your house calls in this house? We find out that Tecmo was called to buy Mordecai and Rigby and he's the guy that was coming in an hour. And uh, Tecmo doesn't realize this, but then he's like, hey, remember when you used to fix, when you fixed my arm here? Hard to believe it used to be a battlefield, huh? So they come inside of the computer room and everything is going worse. Like the CD uh, trays like going in and out. Papers are flying all over the place. Tecmo's like, oh my gosh, what'd you guys do? Mordecai's like, Tecmo, come quick. I don't know how they know each other. Um, Skips walks in and they're like, oh, uh, hey, Skips. And he's all like, thanks for stalling him. And uh, Tecmo sits down. He's like, all right, dudes, brief me. Rigby says, it still won't print our file. The monitor just started flashing and doing weird things. And then Rigby says, about 20 minutes ago, these started coming out of the printer. And then we see this little uh, haiku poem written, AI generated by the computer. It says, your skills megabyte. You'll never find 220. Printing a file? Ha! From error 220. Tecmo's all like, a threatening haiku? Oh, this is bad. And yeah, that, that's that's scary. I'm laughing because at first, at first I didn't read what the thing was. But then when you read it out, I'm like, okay, that's pretty clever. I'm not good at writing haikus or anything, but that was pretty funny. So um, I get that haikus are very like um, ancient and like traditional. Uh, they're Japanese, but mm-hmm. um, I guess y- you can say that haikus are the easiest poem to write. But like, is it really? I, I mean, it's it's very short. Uh, you just have to follow the five seven what? five formula, and then you'll be good. Oh. And it doesn't even need a rhyme. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's like some significance and meaning behind it, mm-hmm. and why it sounds like that, and why it like is structured. But you know, oh, I didn't pay t- much attention during that uh, section of grade school. There is this. Uh, podcast called kind of funny in review and they do this thing where um they kind of do what we do with the regular show but they review every franchise like they've reviewed every single marvel movie every star wars every like things and it's a really good listen and they're really entertaining at what they do and Mm -hmm. um they they have this thing where when they're done reviewing the episode it's kind of like their lunchtime they do this Mm -hmm. thing called haiku in review Haiku and review. Ooh. So they and they have like this little jingle. It goes like seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. And stop. Wow. That was and that's that's pretty clever. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's pretty clever. And it's really like <clears throat> funny and cool what they do so uh after they read the haiku what happens so tecmo pulls out his custom uh sage green keyboard which i don't know where he got it from he pushes the the parks computer out of the way and says don't worry dudes as he places his uh keyboard which says l33t board letterboard maybe letterboard i don't fucking know but that's what uh that's what his keyboard is called 
So he plugs in uh he plugs in the computer or the monitors, I'm guessing USB or HDMI or whatever, into his keyboard. Um and it starts making this little zap and whizzing noise. Uh Tecmo says elevate keyboard and then a holographic keyboard of his uh physical keyboard goes goes up and this amazes Mordecai and Rigby. Uh skips is confused and says, What the Tecmo cracks his knuckles and says, Air to twenty, let's dance. And then Tecmo music starts playing as uh we're in this montage of Tecmo uh fighting against two Air to twenty. Uh so first he gets rid of the pop-ups that are on the screen uh, and he starts and he looks very happy thinking that he did it but then all of a sudden an error uh, pops up on the screen. This kind of frustrates Tecmo. Then we keep going. The screen is dark green and it's almost like a glow stick color. A bunch of zeros and ones uh, are, on, are on the bottom of the screen. Texts are flying everywhere. Uh, we get a quick little scene of Skips looking back and or darting his eyes back and forth, still being confused because he still doesn't know what's going on. He absolutely has no idea what's going. He's just kind of, it's kind of like that meme. Uh, what was it like of of those two rappers where they're in the studio and one guy is like sitting at the computer and then another guy's like kind of controlling the mouse, taking control. Um, <laughs> I have no idea, but this sounds like a good meme. Yeah, uh, I'll we'll have to like, uh. We'll find share it, it on, on twitter and i'll make the meme format from this episode um nice. but yeah i i do like the little montage here because the animators had a lot of fun with like the artwork and like the, the sim symbolism with everything mm-hmm. and um, especially this next shot where uh tecmo elevates his keyboard even further and it, it kind of creates like a, this little like these walls around him with like floating uh upright screens where he's kind of like has his hands like to the side and he's like typing and the camera's like kind of doing this cool like almost anime thing where it's like revolving around him and i think uh it's it might even be 3d animation with how the uh the screens look which is cool mm. and so tecmo gets excited because it, on the screen it says era 220 eradicated thumbs up and then it starts to flash red being like psych so the computer is messing with him at this point, almost like someone inside is like controlling it. And then skips the montage end and Skip says, Can someone fill me in on what's going on? Are we still trying to print something? This is and then Tecmo says, This is the worst error 220 I've ever seen. I've got no choice. I'm jacking in. So he completes or so he plugs in this little uh cable into the back of the computer. And then he plugs it into the side of his head. There's like a little port on his temple. And obviously Tecmo is like a very advanced technology guy. He's almost like a cyborg. I don't even know what species he is. I think um, he could be a cyborg. Yeah. Skips is all confused. He's like, are you sure we can't just smash it? Mordecai is like, Skips, come on, just let him do his thing. Um, so the cable starts to like uh, kind of electrify Tecmo. And he's like, I'm in. And then we go inside of Tecmo's head. This is a really cool sequence. Because um, we're seeing inside of Tecmo's brain. And I'm realizing this now. Inside of his head, it kind of looks like a motherboard. So I guess that proves that he's a tech guy. Or rather, mm. he 
kind of had like stuff installed inside of him over the years. Um, he sees Air 220 and he's like, it's glowing and everything. He pulls out a sword and he's like, Air 220, prepare to be pawned. All of a sudden, Air 220 starts to grow. And then he's like, what? And then this little uh, like hand from the big uh, virus monster comes out and kind of edits his name. All along, it was not Air 220. It was this monster called Doomageddon. And then it starts to talk to him being like, no, Technomancer. It was I, the Doomageddon virus, all along. Thanks to you, we will now be able to digitize the external world. And then Tecmo is like, wait, we? And then Doomageddon says, yes, prepare to be assimilated. And then so all of his like cable arms come out and start to attack Tecmo, like wrapping his arms around him. And then we cut back to real life to see what's happening to Tecmo. He starts like spazzing and glitching out. And then you can see that he's like sweating and sparks are coming off of his head and his body. Uh, he starts to freak out and with his final breath that he has left, he goes to Skips and says, uh, Skips, remember how I told you never to smash a computer? I was wrong. And then he faints. The screen goes black and then he starts to glow. And then we could see that he starts to rise and this is not Tecmo anymore. Because Demo Dumageddon has taken over. I was about to say Demogorgon. Demogorgon, I think the wrong <laughs> franchise, my friend. <laughs> Alright, uh, before you continue, I want to say that um, the Dumageddon virus, it it resembles bacteriophage, bacteriophage or something like that. Um, just, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. I it, just realized that, too. Something that we learn in biology class. Also, Norn, Norn, it's also Narn informally. <laughs> It's known informally as a phage, and it's a duplodenaviria virus that infects and replicates within bacteria and arche archaea. The term was derived from bacteria and the Greek word phagian, meaning to devour. And this obviously resembles the computer virus because it's infected and it is now replicating inside of the computer. So that's a little cool hidden detail. Well, they did, they actually really did their homework. I mean, not for was it technology but like actual biology homework yeah exactly you think one of the writers kids or the animators kids showed them their biology homework and that's where they got the inspiration from that'd be cool that'd be a fun story it would be so tecmo starts floating up in the air in the room but it's not tecmo anymore like what jason was saying it's actually dumageddon and he says Thank you for releasing the Dumageddon virus. And then he says goodbye. Then his uh, tendrils, six tendrils from his back start popping out and start attacking uh, Mordecai and Rigby and Skips, as well as the room, starting to delete everything. First a clock, then a lamp. And when it start, and when these uh, tendrils touch things, uh, it's, it starts digitizing and disappears, and it gives off the little beep noise, or was it, end sound ending sound beep. It is very techno techno and I think that we've uh, mentioned this episode before in a episode where um, it's cool how this entire battle is happening in the small computer room, but it it like uh, appears to look bigger because everything is happening, but in reality the room is probably not that big, um, so. Tecmo or Doomageddon continues to attack 
um, the gang. Mordecai Rigby and Skips like kind of duck undercover behind this like the desk that's like now flipped over, and then Mordecai says, "There's no use. He's just too fast." And Skip says, "Too fast." And then Rigby's like, "What are we gonna do?" And he Skips looks at Dumageddon, and then he sees the the keyboard, and he gets an idea in his head because he recalls back to his short little tech lesson about not opening a bunch of programs at once because it'll make the computer go slow. Um, he tells Mordecai and Rigby, all right, on the count of three, you guys make a break for the keyboard and keep opening programs as many as you can. And then Rigby says, well, what are you going to do? Skips is like, me? He grabs a sledgehammer and says, I'm going to fix this. Okay, one, two, three. So Skips uh, goes to Dumageddon and then Dumageddon kind of gets his own uh sledgehammer he like kind of like summons it out of particles and then mordecai and rigby are meanwhile opening a bunch of programs and then tecmo says a sledgehammer really an analog relic in a digital world he pushes skips back on the ground and he says ironic really that a dinosaur like you would be the first living thing to be digitized goodbye and then uh, dumageddon pulls his hammer back about to hit skips with it but then it, right before he was about to hit him, there's a there's like an hourglass figure loading in front of Dumageddon and he's frozen. He's lagging. And we hear that terrible dial up modem static sound again. And then we see that co- the computer memory is full because Mordecai and Rigby have opened up way too many programs. Skips explains this being like, ha, Dumageddon, don't you know if you open a bunch of programs, you'll slow down. So he starts to do like a spinning move with the hammer and he chucks it towards the computer. Dumageddon tries to stop it, but he's like, no. And that defeats Dumageddon. When Dumageddon gets defeated, everything goes back to normal. The The room is still messy. Uh, Tecmo is back to normal, but there's like smoke st- or smoke coming off of him. Uh, he gets up and looks around and says, wow. Skips, I gotta say, I've known some great technomancers in my day, but none of them have defeated Dumageddon. If I had the authority, I'd make you an honorary technomancer. All of a sudden, Tecmo's phone gauntlet starts ringing again. He looks down and says, well, duty calls, and then beams away, or teleports away. The printer starts making noises. Skips gets some PTSD and starts gasping. So like, oh. And then screams no, <laughs> and runs over, and then runs over to the printer about to smash it. But Mordecai and Rigby stop him, with Mordecai saying, "Skips, wait! This is what we were trying to print all along." So they take it out of the printer and hand it over to Skips. Skips looks at it and says, and reads it, and the letter says, "Thanks, Skips, for all your help around the park. We all really appreciate you, Mordo and Riggs." And it's just a bunch of uh random pictures uh i think one is a hammer another is a lawnmower another and the third one is a bald eagle with an american flag which is kind of ironic since he was in the civil war way Uh, back in the day i think that's what it's supposed to resemble yeah yeah revolutionary revolutionary war you got me there Skips gets all like uh, heartwarmed and he's like, oh, thanks, fellas. But there's no time to celebrate because then Mordecai says like, oh, Benson's going to kill us when he sees this mess. 
And then Rigby chimes in being like, maybe if we bury everything in the yard, he'll never know. Skips says, uh, you guys just leave it to me. And they're all like, oh, thanks, Skips. And then I get around, starts playing again as Mordecai and Rigby leave the room. And Skips starts to fix the entire mess, cleaning things up. Cut to black, concluding the episode. Cute ending. Good ending. Really. Yeah. So we are approaching our um, recording time limit. So let's speed through lunchtime. Lunchtime. It's lunchtime. So quick trivia. This is Tecmo's first appearance in the show. He is also an old friend to Skips from the American Revolutionary War and went by the name of Samson. It's revealed that Skips is unfamiliar familiar with computers and he's been working at the park since the 1700s. Uh, Pop's Jesus. mother, yeah. Pop's mother and Mr. Maylard's wife makes her first appearance in this episode. It also reveals that Mr. Maylard has been around since the 1800s and Pop's has been around since the 1900s. Crazy. Uh, We also see that the park was once a battlefield for the American Revolutionary War, and it's revealed that the park house was built in 1879. This is also the last episode to use the old animation style from the first two seasons, which is pretty cool. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, in the next episode, we'll have to see what's different, because that's cool. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, Pop culture references. Oh, uh, Yoshimoto is written on Tecmo's robotic arm, so it is a reference to something. I don't know what it is. Does it ever? Does it say or? No, it doesn't say. Wow. Okay then. Uh, when Tecmo is driving with Skips, and they listen to his band as Tecmo remixes of the popular song, Yankee Doodle plays a song which was made during the Revolutionary War. Like I said, um. When Skips throws his sledgehammer at the computer, it is a reference to the eight, the 1984 Apple Super Bowl commercial. Uh, Tecmo's car also looks similar to the DeLorean from the Back to the Future franchise, like I said. And, mm-hmm. of course, the song that plays in the beginning and ending of the episode is called I Get Around by the Beach Boys, 1964. Good song. Um, <laughs> do you know that one version where they, they made Apple Bottom Jeans? of it no i will no, have to no, send I, it to you yes you oh, you want to hear it all right so well, i hope you want to hear who i think the protagonist of this episode was wait there's goofs okay there's actually a lot of things uh really the f- there's like an entire ass list of goofs i think this is the most goofs that we've ever seen so far Okay. Um, for as I'm skimming through it, it kind of seems that these are more just like animation things, so it's not an actual goof. But we'll we'll read it. So, right. on streaming services, whenever this episode airs, Skips and Tecmo are missing from one of the shots in the opening montage, and Rigby, Mordecai, and Skips are all missing from a later scene. A historical error occurs in the beginning. Though the park was involved in the Revolutionary War, California, which is where they are, hadn't become a state yet until 1850, meaning that it is impossible for the park to be involved in the war. Hmm. Uh, Skips is... I don't know. Yeah. In this episode, Skips is shown to not understand computers, but in Over the Top, he uses a computer to look up the Playco arm boy and browse the (laughs) web perfectly. I remember we mentioned this. 
After Skip slows down the computer in the store, his eyes are white for one scene instead of yellow. When Skip smashes the computer at the end, it is seen shattering in a million pieces, but in the next shot where everything's back to normal, it is in like a bigger piece. Hmm. When Tecmo reads the threatening haiku, it has five syllables, then seven, and then six because of the word file. They kind of treated the word file like one syllable, but it's two. Um, and that's not proper haiku format. It's 575. When Tecmo pushed the computer's keyboard aside, there's no wire connected to that keyboard. And uh, assuming that, that that's a very old-looking keyboard, so it, there's no way it would have been wireless. Um, in some versions, during the scene where Skips fails to click on the internet button, the giant mouse cursor appears at a slightly later point. This results in only one frame of the spinning hourglass being shown on screen. Um, so yeah, those are all the errors in this episode quite a bit i didn't uh, notice uh, any I, neither did i i was gonna say like like what you were saying i'm pretty sure this is that was the like longest list of goofs that we've had so far yeah all right so who in this episode do you think was the protagonist uh, well it's in the name the protagonist of this episode was skips i also agree it was skips who was the antagonist then the antagonist was Doomageddon and Error 220. Oh, that 220. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, did this episode have any O's or H's in it? Zero. Absolutely zero. Surprisingly, yeah, zero. I thought I missed one, but no. Mm -hmm. uh, were there any adult jokes that you caught? Uh, no adult jokes either. Uh, any iconic regular show moments? Uh, nope. Not for me. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Any real music used for this episode? Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I tried to sing the song, but I just completely blanked on the lyrics. <laughs> I'm like, why did it get so quiet all of a sudden? <laughs> I get around by the Beach Boys, 1964. How would you then? How would you rate this based off your memory? Um, I gave this a three out of five. Oh, wow. Okay, do explain. So, I don't know, like, I I remember this episode a lot from when I was young, but when I was watching the episode, uh -huh. I kind of, like, thought, like, hmm, like, compared to other episodes, I feel like from a first glance, not a lot of people would, like, uh, want to come back to this one or, like, remember it as much. Like, for example, uh -huh. when I... When I finished watching, say, like, Think Positive, I would get done being like, holy shit, that was a crazy episode. I want to tell my friends about this. The Skips vs. Technology is just kind of one-off, you know? The thing that stuck out to me was uh, Skips going into the uh, computer uh, into the computer building and him oh, getting um, helped by the, two, by the two nerds. That was a funny sequence. That's what that's what stuck out to me, and I would rate that. And just because of that, eight, I would rate it a four, actually. A four? Okay, nice. Yeah. So then, with your rating, would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? So, I feel like you need to watch this because you get a background on skips. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, there are so many other ways uh, that the viewer has already gotten to know him. And as well as in the future. So yeah. you could watch this if you want to explore Skips more. Which um, So yeah, definitely give it a watch. But 
I feel like if this uh, when I'm watching regular show and it like comes on, I probably just skip to the to the next one. Well, if you don't want to watch it for skips, you should watch it for at least Tecmo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you're right. I guess this is an important episode on introducing Tecmo because he does come later. Hmm. Huh, I'll come right now. Ah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so then, would you say this is a good or a bad episode? Um. I still do think this was a good episode. What? I also think this was a really good episode. Nice. There were no O's or hums in this episode or the last one, so that still, gonna, yeah, that still keeps us at eighty nine O's and forty nine hums. I was gonna say, like, isn't this the second episode in a row where there wasn't a single O or hum? Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, that's shocking. Wait, what's the what's the next episode? I just realized. Oh, I mean, you don't need to say that. Never mind. The next episode is a real good one. We're gonna get ready for that, and so should you guys. So be sure to give us a follow on Spotify if you are using that. Uh, as you know, this is a Spotify for podcasters now. Woo! Um, not an anchor.fm show. I'm still not getting used to that, but you know. We still need to make that uh, ad too. Yeah, it's going to sound weird, but eh, we'll get used to it. Eh, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to see our episode rankings for The Last of Us episodes, you could see that on our Twitter, which is at, uh, what what is it? At Excellent Pod. You got it. <laughs> and you could also learn what we are doing when we are not recording, because we do updates over there. If you, like me and Josh, and want to see more of us, please check out our group YouTube channel, which is The Schwam Squad on YouTube. All of these links are down in the description of this episode. Do you got anything else, Josh? Uh, I'm going to try to get over this, uh, not sickness, but this pollen allergy season as quickly as I can. So hopefully in the next episode, I don't sound like a piece of shit. Take your Zyrtec, take your Claritin and all things. Bro, I just sleep and I take NyQuil, not NyQuil, like, what the fuck? I just sleep it off. Drink drink a lot of water, that always helps. That is true, you know what, that is the best medicine. Cool. So, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.